Welcome to the More Than a Physique podcast. I'm your host, Kristen Jansen, online fitness coach, content creator, and competitive bodybuilder and powerlifter. In this podcast, we help you discover your inner athlete. Each episode will enhance your life as we provide you insights on all things health, fitness, and personal development. Now let's bring out your inner athlete. Hey everyone, and welcome back to the More Than a Physique podcast, where we discuss ways to ignite all areas of your life surrounding health, fitness, and becoming mentally elite. I'm your host, Kristen Jansen. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in to episode 54. This episode will be the last official episode of 2020. And what a year it has been. So for today's final episode, I simply just wanted to spend some time going over some of the things that I have learned throughout this year. It's a very common trend throughout this year for a lot of podcasters to do a little bit of an overview of their year and just kind of touch on what some of my goals might be going into 2021. So firstly, I think that it is safe to say that 2020 was a pretty brutal year for everybody. No matter what you were going through, I think we all shared a lot of the same struggles, obstacles, and losses, if you will. Everything that kind of happened in 2020 definitely took a toll on a lot of us, but I really strongly believe that when we kind of retrospectively just take a look back at the year, we can always find a takeaway. And it's very tough for a lot of people to do this, especially considering we're not out of the burning building yet. Everything is still kind of unknown just in regards to COVID and the vaccine and the state of the world and what 2021 is going to look like. But I'm an optimist and I like to believe that, hey, even if we're still kind of in the midst of all of the chaos, there still has to be some sort of belief that there's going to be some good that has come and will come from all of this and the best way to kind of do that is to simply self-reflect and looking back I think the first thing that kind of set the tone for the year was the tragic death of Kobe Bryant and I won't spend too much time talking about that if you guys haven't listened to my one episode already I encourage you to go back and listen to the episode where I just kind of talk about what Kobe Bryant meant to me Whether you are a sports enthusiast or not, that man definitely left a legacy that is applicable to most people in any area of our life and just how he was with the passion of being a basketball player and a father. It was uh, pretty devastating to see such a great human being taken from us so early in this world and I know that that definitely had a huge impact on me more than most celebrities who have passed away it really hit me hard and I still honestly probably think about him almost every single day so it was a pretty tragic death but at the same time you know I think that it allowed all of us to kind of come together and recognize and appreciate how he was as not only a basketball player but just as a human being and allow us to just kind of support each other and recognize that life is so short And that was one of the first takeaways I think that I can kind of elaborate on that hit me really hard this year was that life is short 
you never really know when your last day is going to be and nothing in this life is guaranteed and I think that can kind of spill over into everything that has kind of happened with COVID because it has been a tragic year for a lot of people who have been suffering from the virus and also from a mental standpoint I think a lot of people with the lockdowns and everything like that we have definitely dealt with a lot of mental issues the increase of mental health has gone up unfortunately due to all of that so because of that we have to just take a step back and recognize that nothing is guaranteed and I think that even with everything that everything that happened this year with people having to cancel their weddings cancel their trips and I don't want this to be too much doom and gloom but just trying to get you to recognize that hey nothing is guaranteed so all we can kind of do with each day is appreciate each day and for what it is and remember that we might not wake up tomorrow so why spend our time getting upset over things that just don't matter which leads me into the next lesson that I really valued from 2020 and that is that time is precious I love the analogy where you kind of relate time to money meaning If you had maybe $100,000 in the bank and somebody stole $10 from you, are you going to go and spend the leftover amount of money that you have in the bank? $99,990. Are you going to go throw all that away because somebody stole $10 from your bank account? When you think about it from that perspective, it's ludicrous and just idiotic to be like, no, why would I throw out the rest of my money because someone just stole $10? It's only $10. The same concept needs to be applied when somebody is taking up your time. So if somebody is upsetting you or you're getting upset about something that is not going to last more than 10 minutes, why are you letting it ruin the rest of your day? You still have 23 hours and 50 minutes left in the day don't waste that time because something that is so irrelevant that's not going to matter five years from now is affecting you and is starting to steal your time and that right there is something that I'm still to this day constantly trying to remind myself of each day is not letting the little things derail you and cripple you for what your purpose was for that day. Now, I think for the next lesson, I think it's pretty applicable to most people in their own situations. But the reason I learned it was definitely due to my Achilles rupture. And that is mastering the art of patience. If you guys have been following me long enough, you know that I have been preaching patience from the very first day I started my Instagram account. The very first day I started coaching, I have always been just telling people, be more patient, be more patient, be more patient. But the biggest thing with my Achilles rupture is I think that it allowed me to put myself in other people's shoes. So... With the Achilles rupture, for those who don't know, it is like climbing Mount Everest. It truly is because it is a long, long injury and I'm still dealing with it seven months later. It takes over a year for most people to really be fully back to what they were prior to the injury. And some people, they don't even get fully back when it comes to their strength and power output and things like that. And that's a whole other story. But Regardless, it is a long injury and it 
I found myself throughout the recovery process, especially in the beginning, being very, very impatient with the slowness of the recovery and how slow it was for my calf to strengthen and for me to be able, I'm still not even really running. I'll do a jog every now and then. That's no more than five minutes, but even then the recovery is still slow, but it allowed me to put myself in the shoes of other people. So I try to relate it to certain people like my clients who at times get impatient that the results aren't occurring fast enough. And from a fat loss perspective, I've always been like, oh, you know what? It's okay. You just got to keep doing what you're doing and being patient. But when you are doing all of the right things and you're being 100% consistent, you show up every single day and your adherence is 120% accurate and the progress is still slow to the point where sometimes it's like watching paint dry. I get it now. I completely understand why it is so damn frustrating. You just want to be where you're working so hard to be. And I get it. We all want to be there yesterday. But when things are moving so damn slow to that point where it is like watching paint dry, it's frustrating. And I totally get it. But at the end of the day, something that we have to remind ourselves is that Time is going to pass anyways, so what's the alternative? You know, we can be frustrated, we're entitled to those are emotions, but what's the action that's going to be attached to that emotion? If we're going to be frustrated, does the action mean that we should quit? And if the answer is yes, well, what's the alternative to that? You go back to your old habits, you gain a bunch of weight back, and all of your hard work is gone. In my scenario, if I say it's taking too long and I quit because I'm frustrated and that's the action that I'm going to take due to that frustration, what happens? Well, I'm at risk of re-rupturing my Achilles tendon and then I'm back to square one. At the end of the day, no matter what scenario you're in, the alternative when you, when you decide to quit, the answer is always you go back to square one. So you need to ask yourself in those moments of frustration, is the alternative worth it? Just because you want to reduce that feeling and that emotion of frustration by protecting yourself and saying, well, I'll just quit because it's not worth this agony. It's not worth this pain. Do you really want to go back to square one? I can promise you that the frustration is only going to amplify at that point. So what I would like to encourage you all and even to myself is just to remember that in those moments of frustration, we have to remember that even though we're in pain from the lack of progress, it doesn't mean that progress isn't occurring and you might as well get a reward from that pain. You know, especially those first eight weeks, I ruptured my Achilles tendon in June. So all of June, all of July were miserable. I was definitely at a place of depression where I haven't been probably since high school. I haven't been really depressed or anything like that since then. So it was a really rough year for me. But remembering that if I quit in those moments of feeling frustrated and, you know, feeling sorry for myself, ultimately, I might not be where I am today. And I'm a lot better than where I was in June and July. I'm able to jump, I'm able to run, and I'm able to squat and deadlift. Yeah, you know what, it might not be to the full extent that I was able to prior to the injury, but it's a lot better than being stuck on the couch, not being able to do anything, and having to do a pistol squat when you want to go to the washroom. For those that don't know, it's like a one-legged squat, and you not being able to put any pressure or weight bearing on that injured leg it sucked it really did suck so remembering that hey you know what in those moments of frustration there is going to be a reward from it 
if you stick to it. So you have to constantly remind yourself of that. And it's not easy to do, especially when those moments of frustration occur more often than not. And that's where self-awareness comes into play. And this is something that I did with myself a lot this year was just simply talk to myself. Who cares? Like, actually, it's really funny. I talked about this with Kyle when I first started working, not to go too much off on a tangent here, but when I first started working from home, it was last November and I got to see Kyle in a whole other light. Like we're, we're with each other all the time, but we weren't working together eight hours a day, seven days a week in the same small little 900 square foot condo. <laughs> but when that happened, I noticed throughout the day he would talk to himself a lot throughout the day not just like his to-do list and stuff like that but how he was feeling and working through problems in his head he would talk like out loud in the kitchen and he didn't even know I was there like he did but he just didn't care and I kind of you know would pick fun at him at that and then I noticed after a few months I started to do that and I really did find that it was a very valuable tool and I'm so glad that I picked picked up on that from him because it's created a whole other level of self-awareness in myself to be able to catch myself in those moments of frustration and be able to redirect my energy. You ever notice like sometimes you just go throughout the day and you come home after work and you're like, oh, I just feel really shitty right now. I'm in such a bad mood, but you can't really pinpoint why and that's where, you know, people's inability to catch themselves and even just talk to themselves so they can try to redirect their energy or you know pinpoint at least what is causing that frustration that anger that that negative emotion that you know it allows you to just figure out how you can change those moments where hey you know what that moment where I'm feeling negative or feeling like I'm in a bad mood I can redirect it so it's not ruining the rest of my evening the rest of my night so I uh, found that to be very valuable. Anyways, not to go too much off on a tangent there. But I think that those are the, the, the biggest things that I have learned this year. I know that some of them probably are very relatable and most people probably have felt the same way, especially with the COVID-related cases where we have to just remember that not every single day is guaranteed and appreciate each moment because we don't know what's going to happen. We really don't. So going into 2021, I just simply want to amplify those things that I have learned in 2020 because I think we're still in for quite a ride going into the new year. I'm optimistic that with, you know, the vaccine and new restrictions and everything like that, um, we hopefully can have a little bit of our livelihood back. But if not, you know, we just have to continue to optimize the lessons that we learned in 2020 for our own mental sanity. Because I think a lot of people right now are struggling mentally and it's heartbreaking when you really think about it, especially over the holidays. It's heartbreaking to think that people just aren't in a good place. And don't get me wrong, I've had my moments too. We all have. But it's our responsibility to still take care of ourselves. Even though we can't control what we're allowed to do in the world, unfortunately, we can control our attitude at the end of the day. And if, you know, you're listening to this, you're shaking your head where you're like, oh, well, you don't understand. I've been through this. I've been through that. I highly recommend for you to just maybe focus on seeing how you can change that attitude. And the best piece of advice I can give you is just go and read this book that I'm about to recommend, Man's Search for Meaning by Viktor Frankl. I read that two times now, I believe, and the second time I read it was in March. 
and it is about um, this guy, Viktor Frankl, and his family, but he survived the concentration camp in World War II, and he just kind of talks about how it was based on his attitude and having something to live for and look forward to when he went home. And it's, it's an amazing read. It will change your perspective on things because at the end of the day, we're all going through this. Everything that we've all been through this year, it hasn't been easy on any of us. And as challenging as it might, as it might seem when you hear me say that, we still can control our attitudes. We truly can. So if I can encourage you guys to do anything, if you have any takeaway from this podcast episode, it's to try to master the art of controlling and redirecting your energy and controlling your attitude going into 2021. Because it's not just going to be, hey, you know what, January 1st, 2021, everything has been erased from 2020. I'm not going to paint that picture for you guys. You know, like I said at the beginning, we are not out of the fire yet. So what can we do to better our lives and better our situation to make sure that we are in a good headspace mentally, not consuming everything on social media, not getting caught up in the team masks, no team masks, all that crap. Because at the end of the day, you can only control yourself. You can't control others. So you might as well just focus on taking care of yourself versus getting caught up in everything else that's going on in the world. So I've been talking way longer than I thought I was going to. Honestly, I just decided to wing this episode because I just wanted to kind of do some self-reflection. I always find that these episodes, especially when I wing them like this, can be very therapeutic for me. And uh, I, even though I feel like I don't know what I'm going to say, I feel like I'm doing a good job where it just kind of comes out. So hopefully you guys are getting some value from this last episode of 2020. So without, you know, going too much longer, into it I think I'll just quickly touch on you know maybe what are some of my goals ambitions going into the new year well firstly I think that it's safe to say that I really do want to continue to focus on growing the natty hour Kyle and I have some pretty exciting plans for that going into the new year so it's going to be a very busy year for us but I'm really excited we have been envisioning something for a few years now and I think that we're finally at a place where we have enough resources to actually execute on this idea so it's time to buckle down and get to work to actually make that happen which I'm so excited for uh, the next thing that I'm hoping to be very successful is our bodybuilding competition that we are hosting um, it is the WMBF Kelowna Naturals Kyle and I are extremely excited to bring natural bodybuilding to Kelowna that is where we live and uh, we will be hosting the show June of 2021 so fingers crossed we are still moving in the right direction just in regards to COVID where we can actually have a successful show. We already have a bunch of athletes already registered for our early bird registration so we're very excited for the show and I think that it's going to be a huge success. We also have a lot of athletes competing in the show which I am so excited for. I love working with lifestyle athletes but it'll be a whole new game for us to have a group of athletes going into one of the shows that we're hosting you know quite often we do focus more on lifestyle athletes even though Kyle and I do compete in bodybuilding we only take on a couple of bodybuilding athletes um, each year but going into the new year here we have a good amount where it's going to be it's going to be a lot of fun and I cannot wait for that as well and then as well too just gonna try to focus on 
bettering myself as a coach, uh, work on my personal development, continue to practice and work out that patience muscle because as you guys know, that is something that I have and always will continue to practice and preach. And I think that's so important. We can never practice it enough. And then I think from a personal standpoint, I guess most of that is more so business related. From a personal standpoint, I really do want to just try to slow down a little bit. All Kyle and I do, especially this year, is work, which is great. I love my work. Kyle loves his work. Um, but, you know, for 2020, we were hoping to travel a little bit more, which is okay. I do want to try to take advantage of that a little bit more, take some more downtime. And the biggest goal of all is less social media consumption. I think that especially this year, social media has created a divide amongst people and it's really sad to see, you know, I think it should be just a place where we focus on connecting, communication and not getting caught up in some of the trauma that comes with it. And sometimes too, with how social media makes us feel when we're following the wrong accounts and just how much of a time waster it can be. I just want to get in, post my stuff bring some value to people. That's always my goal when I post on social media and just focus on that and just keep doing my thing. And the rest of my time, just focus on just having more fun, having more downtime, spending time with my animals. Hoot's getting old. I just want to focus on being more present with him and just, you know, enjoying my time that I have with him for going into the new year. All right, my friends. Well, I think that that is going to wrap up this last episode of More Than a Physique podcast of 2020. I want to thank you all so much. I've definitely received a lot of amazing feedback, especially the last couple of episodes that I have posted. So I am going to try to get back onto a weekly schedule going into the new year, especially considering how much uh, feedback I have been receiving from you all. So thank you all so much. I really appreciate it. And then as well, too, I just wanted to wish everybody a happy holidays and a happy new year. Please be safe. Please be present and have fun with your families and I cannot wait to chat with you all again very soon going into 2021. So until then, go out there, strive for more, be more, and ignite your inner athlete.